Hi everybody and welcome to my home again. Um, I hope uh, everybody's feeling really really good and you're all well and uh, in the time that I have with you today I want to tell you uh, just one thing. I want to tell you that you are loved and you are valued by God. Our Sunday routine has certainly changed recently. Um, every week we're getting together um, in our kitchen and we gather around our tiny screens uh, and we watch and join with the church meetings online um, around the country. Uh, we've got our bread ready, we've got our wine ready. Uh, often one of the children has made us some pastries and uh, my wife Jo, she'll make us some coffee and we'll join with everybody um, and sit down and we'll watch the meetings and be a part of the meeting with you all. And we've been really enjoying the, the, the services, the meetings. Uh, we've enjoyed the messages, we've really loved the interaction with people in the chat area. We've enjoyed the worship and you know, considering that all of this is very new to us, I think we've done a really great job. But as we broke bread this last Sunday, I was thinking about what was being said and my mind began to wonder just for a moment uh, to a story in the Bible when Jesus was baptised in water. Uh, the story is found in Matthew chapter 3 verse 13 and it's also found in Mark chapter 1 and Luke chapter 3. And it says this, that when Jesus came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove and heaven opened and a voice came like thunder and said, this is my son whom I love and I'm well pleased with. I thought to myself, what a great endorsement that is, that God would declare from eternity into that present moment his affection and love for his son like that. I mean, imagine that happening. I think sometimes we can read things really, really quickly and we can breeze over some stuff without really taking in how big a deal it is. And I think that's a pretty big deal. I mean, can you visualize that happening? The audible voice of God speaking as loud as thunder, saying that he's pleased with his son. And to me that was amazing um, and I'm thinking those thoughts and I was just so thankful to Jesus. I was so thankful for his life. I was so thankful for his death. I was so thankful for his life again in me. And anyway, we, we took the bread and we broke it with the family. And as I ate my, my bread, God said to me, I'm pleased with you too. You know, heaven wasn't suddenly torn open. Uh, there was no thunder and there was no lightning. Billions of angels didn't suddenly appear. In, uh, in my garden and God's voice didn't sound like Morgan Freeman but the spirit within me told me that my father is pleased with me. To people who don't know him yet that might sound really strange or really foolish but that's what the spirit has come to do. He's come to speak to us, to reassure us. Jesus said before his ascension he said I'm going to go and I'm going to ask my father to send to you the promised gift. And he sent the same Holy Spirit that came to him at his baptism. And the Holy Spirit came uh, and, and lives within us. And he comes with the same approval of you as Jesus received at his baptism. The Spirit came with, the, with a job to do. And the first thing he does is he confirms within you that you're in the family and your father is pleased with you. It's good to have reassurance like that, isn't it? When the person who is above everything else says that he's pleased with you. Well, well, if God says that about me, I believe you can stand a little taller in your day and, uh, and life, life could be a lot better. But I've been talking to people these last few weeks and they're so affected by words outside of them. Most of the journalism that I've been reading, it's got this poison tip to it. There's, there's negativity that's creeping into even the positive news. Uh, people who have been working so hard to find solutions, they're being told that they're doing uh, that they're not doing a good enough job or, or they're not doing things fast enough. People who have done really great things to raise money 
uh, are getting talked about in negative ways. Uh, some people are being told, or I read about people being told that they're gonna, that they should feel anxieties, or they should feel fear and stress about the next steps that we're going to have to take, rather than the positive message that change is coming and normality is returning. Some people I've been talking to have been feeling pressure from their family, um, family members being told that they're worthless and that they're no good. And some have even took those words upon themselves and are telling themselves that they're no good as well. Well, I want to say to you today that your father, our father, is pleased with you. He loves you and he values you and he's glad that you're in his family. Isn't that good news? Now, I know some of you will still be thinking that I don't know what your life is like or what you've done or what you're facing. And you know what? That's true. But even if you're not pleased with yourself, for whatever reason, that doesn't change God's position. His love and affection is towards you. When the Holy Spirit came to live in you, he promised that he would never, ever leave you. And he's present right now to teach you and to guide you. He's, he's present to comfort you and to help you. And he's there definitely to reassure you in your daily walk with our Father. And yes, he's talking all of the time. When you wake up, he's there to say that you are good. And as you go about your day, he's talking to all of creation and he's declaring over and over that you are God's child and that God is pleased with you. I like that, to have the spirit within us confirming that our Father is pleased with you. So I'm gonna say it again. You are valued by God and he's pleased with you. You might not be pleased with you and, and that's okay because you can change, but God stays the same and his position and favor towards you will never ever change. We just need to grow up in the space that he's given us and the spirit is here to help us if we'll listen to him. Another of our friends came round um, the other day and she put some plants and flowers on our, on our doorstep that she'd been growing for us in her garden. And while she stood a few feet away from us or a few meters away, um, she told us this story about how she'd begun to make really good friends with her next door neighbor, uh, a person that she previously had no relationship with. And it was, it was very difficult and she was really happy that things had changed. And so as she was finishing telling us, she told us this, as she finished telling us the story, she said, you know, I feel as though I've grown bigger. You know, like when a tree puts its roots down deeper, it grows taller and stronger on top. She said, well, I feel like that today. She said, I feel taller today. You know, I liked that when she said that to me because, and, and God liked it too because he spoke to me through it. You know, you can feel and be taller today too. When the Holy Spirit lives in you, he helps you put your root, um, the root of our lives, he helps us put that deep into God. And as the root goes down into him, you can rise above the negativity and the unbelief that you used to live in and you can become stronger. Uh, we leave behind the old way of living and we come out of the dirt and we, we rise instead and fill this wonderful space that God has prepared for us. So you might not like where you are at today, but you can change. And I want to assure you tomorrow will be better. Just keep on growing. You know, I look back over my walk with God and I think, man, I was a mess. When I got saved, I still made mistakes. I still messed up. And at, at times there were, there were times when I felt that I couldn't change. But you know something, even when I thought that I couldn't change, I found that I have changed and you can change too if you let the Spirit lead you. So how does change come? Well, uh, my mom always said, you start with what you know. The words of the world 
will not build you up, but the word of God will in your heart. I know that if I read the Bible, good things will happen in my life. I don't know how they happen. I don't know when they'll happen, but I'll change. My environment will change and I'll be stronger because of it. I know that if I pray in tongues, good things will happen in my life. I don't know how it happens. I don't know when it happens, but because I do that, I know I'll grow bigger and stronger because of it. Why? Because my father loves me and he's pleased with me and he wants the very best for me. And so he's providing a means for me to access good things, uh, to access positive things for my life. When I was a kid, my next door neighbor was a carpenter and he made things out of wood um, and, and he'd sell them. His name was Uncle Ron and he was a really talented man. And um, anyway, on my wedding day, he sent a gift to me and my wife, Jo, and it's a wooden plaque and it's got a Bible verse on it and it's Psalm 119 verse 105. And it says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That's a verse for you this morning. If you're feeling lost or anxious or even depressed where you are and you can't seem to make headway, go to the word. Ask the helper who lives within you to help. Ask the one who's the guide to guide you, to help you make sense of things and uh, help you make sense of the things that you read. And as you put your root down, I promise you, you will grow tall because your father loves you and he is pleased with you. And he's made a way for you to walk tall above the noise of the world outside uh, by making you strong on the inside. So let him light your path. Let him illuminate what's in front of you. I don't know what you've been doing on your lockdown, but I've got a little garage attached to my house, which was full of stuff. It was just piled high. It was all useful stuff, as everything is in your, gar in your garage, but it was all over the place. Uh, anyway, the other day it was sunny outside and I thought I'm going to go and mow the lawn and when I got to the garage the light was on and the sun was shining in and I could see things that were on the see things that were clearly around me and uh, so I started to move things out of the way so that I could get to the mower but as I moved things out of my path I also began to put them in the right place and um, well I can tell you this I ended up spending the entire day tidying up my garage and finding homes for all the useful for all the useful stuff that was piled up in there. And I was so pleased with the job that I'd done. I even vacuumed my garage. I bet you've never met anybody who's done that before, have you? But anyway, now everything is that is useful has been put away and it's located in the right place. And everything that wasn't useful has been removed and it's ready to get chucked away when we're allowed to go to the dump again. Um, and, I was and I was able to do all of this because I could see clearly. I had to put in the hard work but it was satisfying. And it's the same with our walk with God. His word lights up our life so that we can make changes and change. Um, and that's what's happened in my life and it's still happening today. This all sounds really simple, doesn't it? And to the world it is foolishness, but Jesus said his way is easy and his burden is light. So don't make it complicated for yourself. If you're watching this and you don't know Jesus, uh, you've not got the Holy Spirit helping you on the inside, Maybe life's difficult for you, or maybe life feels good, but you know it's not the best. I want to extend an invitation from God to you. God loves you in the same way that he loves me and loves us, and he longs for you to come to know him. It might sound strange for you to talk to God, but he does hear you when you do. And I'd like to talk with you too, and to share this invitation with you uh, to become part of God's family. 
The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The invitation he's extending to you today is one of receiving eternal life. Don't let your mind confuse you now. It's a simple invitation and it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you're like or what you've done. God accepts you just as you are and can and will change your life for the best if you'll accept this invitation. And to do so, all you have to do is believe that Jesus is God's son, that he was dead but is now alive and that he will pardon your life when you accept him as king. It's a very simple invitation, but it guarantees the fullest, most illuminated life possible. And if you wish to accept that invitation, pray this prayer with me. Father, forgive me for not knowing you before. I accept that Jesus is your son, that his resurrection affords me the opportunity to come to know you. Forgive me for the life that I've lived so far and send your Holy Spirit to come and live within me, to help me live the life that you intended me to live. Illuminate my life with the life of Jesus so that I can see and make the changes necessary. I know that you're pleased with all of your children and I accept today that I am yours and you are pleased with me. Thank you for this invitation to know you today. I now accept that I'm one of yours. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, it doesn't matter when you hear this message, we would love to hear from you. So please contact us on the email address that's on the screen and we'll call you and send you a Bible and encourage you until we can meet again. Church, God loves you. You are valued and he is pleased with you. Don't let anything distract you from that. My prayer for you all is that you'll know God's peace and health and reassurance. Please enjoy the day. If you can, sow a kind word to a friend and keep going strong. I want to thank you all for listening and I'll see you all again soon. God bless you.